the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Blue Throne's new partnership model just received an $85 million credit line and now allows you, app creators, with product market fit to stay in the game and not sell your entire business. And you still get to enjoy the excitement of scaling through Blue Throne's advanced SDK technology, publishing network, and their specialized scale team. Look, growing your app beyond a certain point all by yourself is almost impossible. Trust me, I've scaled a lot faster by teaming up with others. Because your beloved baby, your app, must mature and transform into a company. Blue Throne's new partnership model is better than any VC investment because it gives you cash in hand, your life back, and the right to see your app adopted by millions while making millions. Learn more by going to bluethrone.io. That once again is bluethrone.io. Got an app idea that you think will be the next unicorn, but you don't know what to do next? Well, with more than 15 years of experience creating software, b7dev.com can help you out. Schedule a free one-hour call by going to b7dev and let them know that Steve sent you. That, once again, is b7dev.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, and we have one hell of a live stream for you. I believe TikTok is the number one channel, whether it be organic or paid, to drive low-cost installs. And today's guest has driven over, has spent over six figures and has driven less than $1 cost per install. And he's in Australia right now doing this at 4 a.m., because he's so giving and he's going to share his exact strategy on what really works on TikTok. So without further ado, let me introduce the guest. He's 22 years old. I started the podcast when he was just 12 years old, a little baby. His name is Jake Carp. He is the co-founder of Steppin, the number one Gen Z fitness app incorporating habit formation research and Gen Z behavioral trends to help young people like himself to build a healthy habit around Jake, hey, Steve. Man. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Great to be here. Here's, here's your app. So go to stepin.fit or just look for stepin oh. with two P's, E N. S-T-E-P-P-E-N on the app stores as well. Welcome to the show, Jake. All right, Jake, let's break it down for you. Sorry, is there anything you want to say about the app? No, no, just thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah, I'm super excited, man. So thanks for doing this. I mean, honestly, really, I don't know how else to show my appreciation. So, all right, for those who aren't, who want to get started, tell me, where do we start? Yeah, so I guess the, the, the starting point for TikTok or just for any marketing is to first figure out, okay, who are you targeting and where are those users online? So for, for me and for, for Stepin, it was, okay, TikTok is blowing up. Our users are, you know, 13 to 24-year-olds. That's where we need to be. We need to be in front of them. So um, we started sort of posting organically and then we got on the TikTok ads platform and quickly realized that there are like six or seven variables that we just had no idea what the answers to these should have been. So, you know, what location to target, what age, the interest, the keywords, the CTA description, and like what the creative style should be. So essentially we started approaching this a bit like a scientific project and we're like, cool, there are all these variables that we don't have the answers to. How can we test each of these in isolation and then find the best version? So we typically created three different ads in a single campaign and we put $30 a day behind each of those ads and then tested each of these variables in isolation. After about a month or so, we'd be able to figure out, okay, well, you know, download works better than install now, and this creative style is better, and you put this word in the description and it just performs better. So we kind of found all those combinations of different variables, um, and then we put them all together, and it started to work 
pretty well. Um, and then we started, you know, putting around a few hundred dollars be, uh, behind each ad group. And then we found that our performance just like skyrocketed from there. And that was just in Australia. And they were like, cool, well, how would this look in the US or the UK or Canada? And we started doing the same ads across those countries that we knew worked and the performance just continued to improve. And the CAC was, you know, well in the, you know, less than a dollar for our install. So that was kind of the starting point and a very high level quick run through about how we kind of did it so far. So it was $30 per ad. So you're spending roughly around $90 a day just to get data. Exactly. How long did you run it? About a month just to get some real good data? Yeah, about, well, as in not each ad for a month, but we were running tests for about a month. You know, you can probably get results that show significant or statistical significance within about a week. Um, And then that point, we kind of cut those ads and test a new variable. I think for me, the hardest part is just creating the content. How did you guys go about creating the actual ads? Yeah, so I guess being sort of my co-founder and I were both 22 we kind of know a lot of young people um so i kind of went my younger brother and i went to him i said hey do you know any of your friends who want to be paid 50 bucks to make tiktoks and you know tiktok to them is completely native so um it's super easy for them like yeah 50 bucks hell yeah i'm gonna do that so we would go on tiktok and we'd scroll through the hashtags and um you know we'd watch we'd just watch a lot of tiktoks and find like new trends i'd then create a brief for these um, young people to make, and then they go out and make the TikToks. And then we just test all these different creatives and see what would work. And we'd also post some of these organic um, on our own TikTok and be like, cool, these ones got, you know, thousands of views. All right, that creative resonated with, you know, our followers and they're probably going to resonate with that target user. Let's try them or let's try model around them. And then once you start seeing what ads work or what creatives work best, you just kind of create that style every time and you'll see it'll work every time as well. So when you're targeting the hashtags, I love that idea, by the way. And, you know, we've been testing out Fiverr to potentially create content on there. When you're testing out the hashtags and looking for these creative briefs, are you going for a generic hashtag or are you going for a specific hashtag that's more tailored to your niche? Like Gen Z, you know, your app is for the Gen Z market. Yeah, it's probably a mix. Um, I mean, the best thing to do, it sounds a bit silly, but I think it's just to, so if you have your TikTok account, it's actually just to like, you know, search a bit around, you know, for me, it'd be like fitness or, you know, um, mm-hmm. fitness motivation or, or gym workouts or whatever it may be. Then your feed becomes quite curated. Um, and then you're just on TikTok. So you'll find yourself, you're on TikTok and you're like, oh, cool, that video, that's kind of cool. You know, maybe it's to do with cooking, but like I could do that for fitness um, or I can do that for my um, app. So it's it's not necessarily like seeing a great fitness video and copying it, seeing a great video and then applying the principles of what makes a good video to your kind of niche. Yeah. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. You know, sometimes we're working with influencers right now and we kind of give them a slight creative brief, but the amount, the content that they create on their own is almost really cool too. And so when you're working with young people, they kind of know what's trending and what's hot already. And just enough a little motivation, like $50 to get them going. They'll create some really cool content. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like I, sometimes my briefs are, you know, sometimes they're pretty bad and they just come out with these great videos. I'm like, well, I don't know how you got there, but thank God. Right. Same dude. Same. We saw the content. We're like, this is amazing. Like, this is really cool. Hey, the, the other thing I wanted to focus on was, you know, we talked about this. You said creative is actually more important than targeting. Yeah. hundred percent. So we, I've kept our targeting consistent. The, like once we kind of figured out what worked, we've kept it consistent the entire way through for the last sort of year and a half. Um, and, you know, sometimes we test new creatives and the conversion would be, you know, three, four dollars and we'd be like, oh, this isn't working. But then other times when we have new creatives, it could go at 60 cents, 70 cents. So that's the biggest variable that you've got to kind of figure out. Um, obviously, the other stuff makes a difference. So I'd say if you can nail the creative then nailing you know things like location and interest and keywords and that sort of stuff will bring down your cac a little bit but having the creative that you know that works that resonates with your user you know it's got a good hook um clear cta and brings them in i think that's like the number one thing to focus on is there you know one of steven who from who did puff county does juice media so he does tiktok marketing or brands and he has his own app. He's been using all organic, but he, what he was talking about is I remember from our interview was, Hey, always have a call to action. You know, at the end of the video, always promote the app. Like, don't forget to promote the app. Have you guys on that too, too? 
Yeah, it's a it's, it's the most important part. I mean, that in the start. So what you you know the first kind of two seconds is where most of your kind of viewers are going to drop off if they are going to drop off. Um, but if they're there after the first few seconds, they're going to be there for like the end of the video. So it's really important that at the end you have like a strong, clear CTA. You know, for us, it's, you know, download stepping for free or whatever it may be. Um, and that's worked really effectively for us. But the, the kind of first two, three seconds, you got to figure out what that hook is. You know, what is the what's the benefit that a user is going to get for your app? And can you make that super clear to them? Yeah, I like it. So talk to me about targeting then. You got the you set up your three creatives, set it for about $30 a day for each creative performing. How does that targeting look like for each ad? Yeah, so let's say we want to test um let's say we want to test the the CTA. So we're going to test install now, download now and you know get fit today. So mm -hmm. every single variable, so the creative, the location, the interest keywords you put in, the description you know, whether you have expansion on or, or not, what devices you're targeting um, is all the same. So literally every variable is the same, but that CTA. So within four or five days, you're going to see, okay, this creative or this ad has a CTR, so a click-through rate of 1.5% and a CVR, which is a conversion rate of 25%. The other two might have lower numbers. You're like, cool, all right, that ad that has download now is clearly the one that performs best. So download now is the CTA that we're going to use going forward. And if you apply that same theory to all the rest of the variables, at the end of the day, you're going to find out what works best and then you can put it all together. So um, that's exactly like how we went about testing each kind of variable. Was it through the hashtags? Like I know with Facebook, the more granular, I, this is just my experience, okay, and it's not like I've ran a lot of Facebook campaigns, but from my experience, the more granular I can get, the better it is in terms of CPA. And I'll give you a quick little example. We're we had a sports app and we're targeting the NFL, American football. And instead we we're doing like $5 cost per installs when I had that targeting. The creative was pretty solid, I felt, right? And so when I changed the targeting to be the likes, the people who liked instead of the NFL, people who liked every single team and we got more granular because I felt like these were real hardcore fans. They like a team, right? And I switched it and I put likes of all 32 teams that dropped the CPA to like a buck 50. So like you jail. So if I'm going to start general, is it better to have hashtags interest? What's, where should I start with that? Yeah. So what we've found is to like dump as much as you can in there as possible. So for interest, we put, <laughs> you know, we put there's 50 different types. I mean, it's all fitness related. We're not putting, you know, like um, random stuff. It's all fitness and health related. So we'll pump as much, as many as we can fit in there. That's relevant. And then same with hashtags. We'll put as many as we can there as well. And we'll even turn on the targeting expansion, which kind of lets the ad pick, you know, more areas to go for if it thinks it's going to perform well. We don't do that for age because we know what our age of our users are. And I don't want to be targeting, you know, 40 year olds when we're a Gen Z app, but um, we let it do it for its interests and behaviors. And that's also worked really well for us. So for TikTok, I think going broad is really effective. Um, and that's what we've found so far. Let's talk about how to scale your ad spend. Now you've been able to spend, you, you share what you want to share. I know how much you've said, but you, over six figures, how, you, how have you been able to without sacrificing the performance of an ad? Yeah, so at the start, this was a, was a big problem for us. We were you know, we were starting to see some really strong performance and we had, you know, we'd raised a bit of money. So we had more money to spend. We're like, okay, but we, you know, we'd put $500 into a campaign instead of $100 and be like, oh, the performance just, you know, it went significantly uh, down. So just the CAC went way too high. And there's a few reasons for that. Firstly, I mean, some learnings, you can't actually increase or decrease a campaign by more than 15% without it like kind of resetting. So if you're going to scale something up, either do it gradually or, you know, create a completely new campaign. And the other thing that we found is if we created one campaign that had $500 into it and had one ad group, um, the performance would be pretty bad. But if we created five campaigns that are literally identical as that one, so with five of the exact same campaigns with $100 behind each, the performance remained, you know, really, really good. So the CAC was low and we could scale that. So we pretty much found that we'd have like, you know, 15 to 20 different campaigns running at once. And a lot of them had the exact same videos, creatives, descriptions in it, but they just had a lower budget. Um, and that allowed us to kind of scale up and keep the performance quite good. Wait, it's the same five campaigns, same ad creative, same videos, same call to 
and same everything, same targeting, just with different budgets and allowed you to scale up faster. Yeah, it allowed you to keep the performance low with spend the exact same amount, which is ridiculous. Wow. So did you kind of say, all right, I want to spend $100 a day. So I've got these five campaigns, you know, maybe one gets 40, one gets 20, one gets 15, whatever. And then you just did it that way? Exactly. I mean, I think there's probably a limit where like um, it'll start eating into each other's audiences. But then what you can do is you can create custom audiences of like exclude the users who have seen this campaign and it's the exact same campaign. But like so you're not hitting the users too many times um, who have already seen the same campaign. But that's, I guess, if you're spending a lot more because like, imp- I mean, there's so many users on TikTok. You got to hit millions and millions of impressions to really be hitting the same users over and over again. Yeah, I like it. Talk to me about the organic side. You guys, you said earlier that you did the organic stuff. Was the organic videos driving downloads at all? Yeah, so they do drive downloads. Um, it's just way more inconsistent. So it's not something to rely on, I think, because, you know, some videos can go viral and that's a big hit and you'll get a bunch of downloads. Others, you know, can flop. And at the moment, you know, organic TikTok is quite tough. Um, a lot of, you know, views are, are really tricky. So we use it as a platform to help us get a better gauge on what ads we want to be you know, sending out. So helps us test creatives. Also, like all of the creatives that I get our TikTok team to make, they go post, they get posted online organically, and then we use them as ads as well, testing. So I'm not doubling up and getting them to create organic and kind of ad content because at the end of the day, your ad content should be organic style videos. They shouldn't be, they shouldn't feel like ads. That's like the whole point. It's like TikTok makes you feel like you're consuming ads without actually watching an ad. So um, that's been really good. But also to grow your community or grow your following, there's something called a community engagement campaign on TikTok. So we, put like 20 bucks behind this a day and just let it run for like months. And what this does is it kind of brings the right people um, to your account to follow you, to view your videos, and it helps you kind of grow your community um, and your following. So I think we grew, I don't know, to around 30,000 followers on TikTok just using this community engagement campaign over time, which is really effective. Oh, I want to do that. Okay, I'm definitely do that. How did you pick the video to use for that community engagement? Um. We picked, I mean, we picked two videos, one that kind of explained a bit about what we were um, and one that was a workout video because, you know, people are like, people like to watch workout videos on TikTok, but it was also these two videos that performed quite well organically already. I searched the hashtag fitness on TikTok, a lot of butt shots, a lot of abs, but a lot of butt shots is what I'm saying. Yeah. That's 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 a, exactly that's a lot of TikTok. That's <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to get in trouble with YouTube. That's why I haven't shared my screen. I was like, you know what? There's a little bit of shot. Do you want me to? Is there a video that did per, you know pretty well for you? I'm kind of looking through your account and I'm finding one myself. There's this one that I can share, but I want to make yeah. sure there's no sound. Let me have a look. I think I, I mean there's a few pinned. This one has a lot a of few. views. Yeah, so this is just like us showcasing some of our users. Um, mm-hmm. which went on quite well. Let me see. There's a workout a video idea. there. This, yeah, I love this because I think it's pretty cool to, and then you have your call to action. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Yeah, I love this. I'm going to steal this idea. Did you use this as a community? I can see this working as a community post too. Yeah, we did use it as a bit of, as well because it's just like these are all of the people and this is what we do. Yeah. I like it. Okay. You know, my previous, the older clients, he was talking about like using organic in tandem, kind of like what you said, Jake, with posting certain things and certain things that worked really well. He just boosted it and just used it as ads. And it was like the simplest things that really work from an organic and paid perspective. Have you seen that? Hey, if it works on organic, it's likely to work on paid as well. Is that just like one-to-one? Yeah, I would say it's one to one, but it's it's close. Like it's it more often than not works. What I would say from kind of where it works here, will work there is we run all of our TikTok ads once we know they work on Facebook as Instagram Reels, um, okay. and this is almost transferable exactly. So if you have a campaign that gets you ten thousand users at a CAC of one dollar on TikTok, you go say, "Cool, that campaign, that ad is awesome. That creative's really working. Let's go run that on Facebook through." just Instagram Reels. So we pick Facebook and Instagram Reels because you have to pick both. And then it'll pretty much work exactly the same. So that's another way how we kind of were able to scale is like, you know, we were targeting the US, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, the UK. And then once we found one ad that worked really well on TikTok, we then run it 
in the UK, Canada, um, whatever it may be, on TikTok. And then we do the exact same thing on Instagram Reels. So one ad that worked quite well could get us, you know, 50, 40,000 users over a period of like three months just by running it over these different channels. I know with TikTok, you need an MMP because you can't target iOS 14 and up users unless you have that. Do you have a, one that you suggest we go with? Yeah, so we use we use Apps Flyer. Um, it's, I mean, it does its job pretty well. Like I would prefer if TikTok had its own um, mobile measurement partner kind of, or they had their own um, integration already because we pay for it. It's annoying, but um, they're, they're pretty good. I just would, my advice would be don't get locked into a contract until you like kind of know what you're, like how many units your your downloads are getting per month and it's consistent. Otherwise, um, you'll end up paying overs, which is what happened to us. Yeah. Hey, I also want to talk to you about the key metrics, you know, that really suggest a high-performing ad. Is it the click-through rate? Is it the install rate? What are you really looking for? Yeah, so there's three key things to, to, to look for when you're um, testing your ads. The first is you want to cost, um, so a CPM, which is like the cost per impression, of, or cost per 1,000 impressions to be less than $6 typically. Um, then you want a CTR, which is the click-through rate, to be anything above 1% is is quite a healthy um, CTR. And then a CVR, um, which is the conversion rate, you want that to be anywhere above 25%. If you have those three numbers, your ads will be converting at less than a dollar. Um, obviously, you know, sometimes you might have a really high CVR and the CTR is quite low and, you know, that's something to look at and be like, cool, if the conversion is great, that means when people watch the video all the way through they're converting but they're not clicking at the start so it's like well maybe you go back and you fix the hook at the start of your video to make sure people click more and then that ad can become like a really really good performing one for you so um, when you look at the metrics and you see where they are the click-through rate and the conversion really should tell you about the creative as well so that's something to kind of keep in mind as well all right let me say hi to some few people i know they've been waiting ram what's it going how's it going thanks for the joke ram i don't know if you were here last week but i i said the joke kevin good to see you miguel orlando i never knew where you were jake is here i mean jake that's you luke <laughs> what's up luke <laughs> and then adrian is from ireland as well is here all right hey jake knowing what you know now is there anything like you would say don't do this when you're first starting out with tiktok ads because you made that mistake um yeah it's a good question i mean don't waste your money kind of unnecessarily so um i really think like we you know at the start we kind of just were like cool this will work let's just put it out and put money behind it but i think really if you start with like a plan and you test everything um over time i think that's the best way to go about it and you can waste a lot of time if you don't do it that way i also think um like the key kind of tips that i found is you know stay up to date with trends so like be go on tiktok and be on TikTok, although, you know, you might be like, oh, I'm too old to be on TikTok or whatever it may be. Like, you're not, you know, the demographic is much older than you think. Um, and it's quite enjoyable. You know, like the app's got, you know, hundreds of millions of users for a reason. So, like, it's not such a chore. Um, what else is there? I think also, so there's a few other tips that I found along the way. Reply to comments. So there'll be a comment section in your ads manager platform. Reply, like, every day. It's really important. Um and then also try find, get in touch with TikTok and see if you can get yourself on a whitelist. And a whitelist essentially allows you to get access to new features, allows you to hit new audiences. So being in Australia, we actually were never allowed to target the US. They wouldn't let us at the start. Um, so I got, got in touch with an account manager and said, hey, you know, we've got some pretty good performance here. Like we want to start targeting the US. And he's like, cool, I'll chuck you on this kind of like whitelist. Um, and then it's, you know, over time you get added to these new features and we beta test a bunch of new ad features all the time. So, um, and they're like, they want you to do it. So get in touch with someone at TikTok and yeah, that's a, it's a, it makes it really helpful. I think over time. One of the trends that I've been seeing, I don't know, maybe it's because Gary Vee's doing a lot of it. So I just assume he's a trendy guy when it comes to the green screen videos. Like you have something, he's talking about all these articles. It's probably easy for him to create content, but. Have you seen, what other trends have you seen, Jake? And is that the green screen even a trend? Yeah, I mean, it is a trend. I think um, there's so many trends. So it's, I think the most important part about trends is actually the music. So mm. the actual style of video, whatever it may be, like if it's a well-produced video or it's not a well-produced video, I don't think is that important. Some of the best ads that we've had, you know, has been a bunch of pictures we put together and then like it relates to a song, but everyone loves the song and the song goes viral. So 
they're the ones that perform best. So I would be looking out for trending songs more than kind of trending videos um, because at the end of the day, you know, you make a good video, make a good video, but the song is the one that people can get sick of and like, ah, oh, this they'll skip straight through it. Anything else on TikTok you want to make, you want to make sure we cover? Um, what else? I've a few. So I'd say don't fall for like the like. Although TikTok releases a lot of new like features, don't fall for it all. So, um, I mean it's always good to test, but I think like you know they put up these things where you like kind of at your apps like kind of page pops up when they're watching the ad. Like, I mean I that would be really annoying for me. I don't want to see that. So like I we tested and mm-hmm. people like hated it. Um, Spark ads is another thing to kind of consider. So Spark ads are where you run your existing um, ads, so, so your existing videos on your own TikTok profile as ads. So they appear on your profile and they appear for everyone else and they look kind of normal, but they're an actual ad. And this is a really good to like way to engage creators. So you can go to a creator and say, hey, if you post this video on your account, we're going to make it an ad and that's going to bring a lot of traffic to your profile. You need a lot of followers, a lot of views. And also that's great for you because they, people are going to download the app or download whatever they want you from that creative. So it's a really kind of like mutually beneficial situation for you and the creators, assuming the creator is kind of related to what you're doing. So they're worth testing, but also note that the CTRs are quite lower for them. Um, but the performance has still been quite good for a lot of people. Yeah, I love that. And the key for that is to get the video code. That what I found, exactly. I have a little, yeah, I have a thing presentation I prepared for another client of ours and it's it's a video code that the it's pretty easy to find but I love that idea too and I love the messaging you say hey influencer because they do charge you know the bigger ones are now starting to charge a pretty good amount of money like the one that we're working with she quoted 2000 but you know we're able to negotiate down to a thousand but that's still a thousand dollars right and so what we said I should have just said that. <laughs> I should have talked to you before I reached out to her and agreed on the thousand. Yeah. Hey, we're going to promote. As long as it does well, we're going to promote your your profile as the ad and you're going to gain a ton of followers through this. Yeah, and that's what matters to them. Like, I mean, assuming they're not millions and millions of followers already, like that's what they care about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Okay, cool. Let's get into anything else, Jake. I'll give you. Um, I think that's like the key thing so far. Um, I mean, I think the other thing, the only other thing that I've found is we we kind of keep track of what we call our best performing creatives. Um, so we have like a list mm-hmm. of all them. And then we also have like struggler ads. These struggler ads are ones that are like, as I mentioned before, the CTR is a little bit lower. The CVR might not be right. And we kind of take those and we compare them to our best performance and say, okay, well, what are these missing? And then we often then kind of tweak the creative again and run the ad again. So that's been really effective. Um, oh, and the last thing is, you can't run TikTok ads with a watermark on it. So, um, Steve, you might want to send them or put the link somewhere where I sent you, which allows you to kind of like take a TikTok video and remove the watermark by just on this website because otherwise they will they will not allow your ad to actually go out if it has a watermark on it. So you can't run a TikTok ad with a TikTok watermark or even a TikTok yeah. ad. It's on the same freaking platform. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, That's crazy. They don't relate it to the to your account. So they see a watermark and think you've just stolen someone's video. So you can still right. steal it, but you just have to remove the watermark, which is a bit silly, but that's the rule. Hey, if you had to if you had to start again, would you start with Spark ads or would you spark start with just the normal ads that you started with? Yeah, depending. Um I mean Spark ads are good because at the start, I think because it brings people to your account as well. So you would get a lot of followers. Mm-hmm. Um and for example, like you need a thousand followers to put a link in your bio. Otherwise you can't do that. Um, so I think maybe starting off with Spark ads is not a bad idea because you'll get a lot of views. But I think after that, you want to be, you get kind of more flexibility running normal ads through the ads manager. Yeah. And then let's say, let's let's put a Sophie's Choice for you again. Okay, Jake, let's play this game. Normal ads versus community ads. Yeah, so community ads won't actually get, they won't get you, they're not going to get you downloads. Um, So I would say not one or the other, but do them both. But the community ads, I'm talking 20 bucks a day, like minimum amount spend will get you a few hundred followers every day and just kind of like let that go over time. I love it. Okay, I love that idea. All right, I'm going to show you guys while we're talking on this topic, just what what I put together for a client of ours. So here's what you, to do the Spark ads, you got to 
you tell the influencer to go to their TikTok file, creator tools, it's all within. They got to get this ads being turned on. And then select the TikTok post that they want. So this one, go into the ad settings with that little button. And then you got to get this ad settings, turn that on, turn on ads, and then generate this code. And you guys need this code and send it over to us. And exactly. that is how you, yeah. Okay. And be careful with the music, right? Because certain music can't be used as ads either. Yeah. We get rejected in Russia all the time, but like, okay. <laughs> we're not targeting Russia. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay. Luke's got a question. Steve, the thousand dollars you spent on an influencer, what'd you get in return for that spend? Was that beneficial? So Luke, we haven't run the campaign yet. We just negotiated. But the reason why we're willing to spend this is on an organic post that one of the, the same influencer posted, she was able to drive 4,000 downloads and we can safely attribute that to her. It was just an organic post and she has over 100,000 followers. So for us, it was worth the investment for a thousand dollars you know, obviously we're working with a bigger company who has that budget and that's like 25 cents per download organically. Right. And so we're thinking, Hey, if she can drive that much downloads organically, and then that ad performs well, that video performs well as an ad, it's a win-win for all parties. So that's how we've determined the 1000, even if we charged two to the 2000, Jake, it would have been like 50 cents per download. Like it was pretty good. It, Jake, one thing I want to hit on is what I love about TikTok too is when that happened, we were tracking the search volume of our branded keyword for this client. And you can see that after the TikTok campaign, like week over week, now it wasn't like a dramatic change, but the search score for that brand went up. So it was like 40 something or, or one, let's say, and then went up to 44 like after that campaign, because I had one client say, hey, we want to grow our brand, right? Like we want our brand search to go up. We want your brand search to go up here. The TikTok, this is what I say. It's like, go on TikTok, like run some ads, do some things and it will go up because most people will actually just search for it in the app store. Actually, that's a good question, Jake. What have you found? Are people just, you know, swiping up or doing like tapping on the ad the app or are they going to the app store and searching for step in and downloading the app? Yeah, I think it's probably like a 70-30 split. So 70% of people are probably tapping on the ad, 30% are searching. So, I mean, we, we've we got like, a, we've had like a few million impressions of our like kind of app store page because of that, um, I think. But it, it like 100% helps your search, like optimization on the app store. Like it's, um, it's actually, it, it makes such a big difference. And we've seen when we've turned off ads and what it looks like when they're on. So 100% like kind of it helps with your branding helps with like your you know your ranking of your keywords um and we found we i mean we we actually found that a lot of people would find the ad and then they'd go to the app store and then misspell step it so we had to create an app store campaign which is like step it's like misspellings and it's just like a hundred different ways that you could spell step and and that would capture everyone it was like super cheap but um that was kind of like an interesting find there yeah you mean apple search you would show up number one yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I, I think it's very critical. That's how I was telling, you know, when we're working on new apps, I was telling clients like, no, you got to make sure it's spelled right because you don't want to run into this problem because here's how I think like in the future, like when you're running these TikTok ads, you need for them to make sure you spell it right. So don't get creative on this part. Yeah, definitely. I love it. All right, man, let's get into the app audit segment and we start off every ad dad jokes segment. I mean, <laughs> I'm screwing up everything. All right, let's get to the dad jokes. All right, my, my friend, you you want to start or you want me to go? Um, I want to see how bad yours is first. Let's see. <laughs> All right, we're going to play for something, okay? I don't know what we're going to play for. How about some burpees when we finally meet in person, okay? Sounds like a plan. 30? 15? Oh. I reckon 30. I, I'll come with you. 30? All right. All right. Let's do 30. Okay. Here we go. All right. I don't know why I did that. All right. I got a gym joke. Okay. Just saw a real idiot at the gym, Jake. Saw a real idiot at the gym. He put a water bottle in the Pringles holder on the treadmill. There you go. Nice. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. I don't even have a fitness related one. I just found a generic kind of one. So, all right. Are you ready for it? Of course. Okay, so what did the policeman say to his belly button? What? You're under a vest. 
<laughs> I like it. All right. <laughs> Put in the comments L or Jake, J for Jake, and then S for Steve. All right, Samuel. So that's funny. I don't know which one you're talking about, but just put S for Steve. Okay, good. I like that. Good job, Samuel. <laughs> All right, let's get into the app audits. If you want us to take a look at your app or you want to sit on down for an hour with me, just go to appmasters.com slash audit, appmasters.com slash audit. Picked out a couple of friends, Jake, because I was like, you know what? They're my friends. Jake knows his shiz. Let's get them on this live stream and have Jake's input. All right, Susie. Susie's here. She's a good friend. We used to work together. Great app, by the way. If you're looking for a meditation app, look for Unplug. Look at look at all these reviews. 5,000, close to 6,000 reviews, 4.9. So Susie says, anything you think is important, maybe retention, engagement, building a habit, user flow. Now, the reason why I picked Susie was I've been talking about TikTok on Su- for Susie. And I was like, Susie, you have such great content. She does stuff on Instagram all the time. She has amazing meditation teachers. You should be on TikTok. Any ideas that you can spitball with me from a TikTok strategy for Susie? Yeah. So, I mean, having content is like, that's the key. If you've already got content, like it's just repurposing it. So um, there are actually, there's new AI tools that break up kind of big videos into shorter videos that are like perfect for TikTok. Um, Yeah. They're they're just like, I mean, artificial intelligence is crazy at the moment. So um, like, it's not even going to be a lot of work to like make those videos quite good. But what I would say is be careful Use a, use a platform like Splice because in, they allow you to use the native TikTok like um, text and fonts and stuff like that. And that's really important that you have that because if you don't, often TikTok like don't like it and they won't kind of share the video more. So, um, but yeah, having the content is massive. Just repurpose it. Don't go create new content. Okay, what is that AI tool? <laughs> Sorry, Susie. Pause. I'm going to find it. Okay, dude, find send, it. send that to me, okay? Yeah, because we've been it. doing it myself. Like literally, while we're talking, I'm like taking notes. Oh, this would be a good reel. This would be a good TikTok. All that jazz. All right. Uh, anything from the app store you want to highlight? Um, I like your smasher. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming you're using like language for your. I'm kind of comparing it with your stuff. You're using language that the Gen Z like. This is stuff that my son would say. Smash your goals fast. You know. So anything from the app store presence you want? um i mean i think it's i think the thing is so we we recently had a video i mean i don't know i, I can tell that i don't think there's any video here or maybe there is it's hard to see but um it might be, it's yeah. not shows on the web yeah we so we we had a video um and mm-hmm. then we ran one of those kind of customized product page tests and found that yep. the performance without the video was better and i honestly just think because mm-hmm. the video kind of sucked but um so that's that's something that we recently got rid of but i mean the the, the CTA for here is pretty clear. Oh, there is a video. There you go. Um, there is a video. I honestly think videos do are uh, really effective. I just think they need to be good. So this looks like a proper made video. Ours was like we made it ourselves, um, which is a bit scrappy. So yeah, I, I think I think, but that looks quite good. And I like how they've got like the text on like a separate page. It's not too cluttered. Yeah. Well, I've I've actually found something different, Jake. So like we found the video actually doesn't like what you found. I don't think it's your video. That sucked. It's just video sucks on the app store, generally speaking. So, yeah, uh, that's just, you know, I think the only category where we've seen video help is games. That's really it. Okay. Fair. Uh, okay. I love those, the branded content. Yeah, you got to send me the AI tool and I'll, I'll send it over to Susie over. Let's take a look at the app and get Jake's input. Yeah, right. I already gave my input to her. So it's all you. All right. She knows what, how I feel. Is it the sign up? Yeah. 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 This is the first page. You want me to pick anything? Um, let's do stress anxiety. Okay. Um, and great beginners. Let's do them. Beginners? Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna do sound healing. Okay. I want to try that. All right, that's fine. Cool. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah. So I mean, just off the bat, like it's good that they make you pick something and then they ask the sign up. We do do something similar, so we don't just like you don't just get straight into like a put in your information. Um, we actually don't even have signing with Apple or Facebook in our app yet. We just have email. Oh, wow. We just haven't built it out yet, um, but we know that that'll, that'll definitely help with conversion. Awesome. So here is. Oh, you know, I think it's, it's older pro- older phones are having a problem with this. So I'm going to sign in real quick 
That's right. Hey, while I'm doing that, Jake, the I know you guys just you never had monetization from the very start. So talk to me about why you decided to do that and then what's happened since. I know you told me earlier that you just turned on monetization. Monetization. We just have. Um I mean, when we started Stepin, the plan was for this to be, you know, a massive, I mean, we've pivoted so many times, but the plan was to be a massive social fitness app. And within the first kind of three months of launching, you know, we'd had 100,000 downloads of the app. And, you know, wow. people spoke to us about monetization. We were being approached by companies for like advertising purposes, but we just didn't really know what it was yet. We weren't sure what our users were loving about it. We weren't sure what we want, you know, the vision of what we wanted this to be. And we kind of didn't want to ruin it by like putting up paywalls and slowing our growth and stopping it. So it wasn't that we were against, um, you know, monetization. I mean, part of the reason why I started Stepin was I did feel like there was no affordable fitness solution for like Gen Z that was tailored to us, whether it was, you know, personal trainers are too expensive and fitness apps that you have to pay, but you don't want to pay because what you're getting is just really generic. So part of it was that we were just not ready. We weren't sure what the best thing was for our users and what we wanted to kind of like how we wanted to frame it. So even now the subscription is a little bit different to normal and, you know, we're offering things like motivational deposits where they put it down and if they hit their goal, they get their money back. And if they don't, we keep it and things like that, which kind of are more suited towards how Gen Z are willing to pay and willing to spend. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm saying in saying that, like if you can make money, that's great. You know, you don't have to raise venture capital money and that's always pretty hard. Um, so we're hoping that we won't have to raise again and we'll hope we just make a bunch of money. But um, that was kind of the logic for us at the start. I like it. All right. Anything on this paywall that you want to make sure we talk about too? Let's have a look. Um, yeah, I mean, that looks good. I'm thinking what, so you've, I know you've mentioned a lot about scrolling payrolls. Does it scroll down? Okay, cool. No, it doesn't. Um, this is doesn't it. really scroll. We've, I mean, yeah, the, I think we, um, Things like reviews, I mean, you've got 5,000 reviews, like putting some of them here about people who have paid and seen the benefit. I think we found them. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> All over it. Um, that covers that. And it says the benefits as well. I think I saw one of those before. Yeah. Um, I mean, that seems pretty good. I mean, the only other, the only other thing that I've like found from a psychological, you know, we've got a behavioral scientist part of our team and things like offering multiple tiers you know you Mm -hmm. give three tiers to people or you give them two tiers and like you know if it's three they pick the middle it's just like a thing um and they're more inclined to kind of select something so things like that but otherwise i mean i feel like i'm pretty new to paywall so you're probably well better suited to give a response here dude i love the you i don't have a psychological study yet to kind of pinpoint but i am a full believer in yes longer paywalls to talk about the benefits like Susie, i told Susie this if I do nothing else, just focus on this paywall. She's already got a great brand. She's already got great reviews. She's already getting downloads. Like just literally focus on this paywall and that's it. Right. And like, especially you too, right? Like if as you're trying to make more money, like that's all you'd be focused on. You have an engine that works. You're driving good downloads. So in having this scroll, which we already know on the web does not work well, put all this freaking messaging into a longer paywall. You already have it. It's already written. There's AI tools out there that can probably write better copy for us now. And so just put this on it and lead with the benefits. Unplug. And to Jake's point, like, I love that. I, I, I'm a full believer. I'm, there's nothing that you'll convince me on. And I, I wanted data just to tell the naysayers that you're wrong. But three is better than two. Three is one is for somebody who just wants to try it out. So the cheaper model, right? One is your ideal. So ideally, maybe weekly or yearly that have the highest LTV. And the other one's just a pure decoy. It's just to make the other two make real, make it look attractive. That's it, right? That's, that's the plan. And so I, you said, look, when you put three, they're more likely to choose instead of when you put two. And I have, yeah. have data to put that out too. So. I also think the location of where it is um, is mm-hmm. super important. So, I mean, I, I, is, so the paywall's not in onboarding, is it? It, I don't, I can't or tell. It is. it is, it is onboarding. They, they do say that it is on onboarding. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I mean, for what we found is like most of your users are going to subscribe in onboarding, and especially for yeah. something like this where it's fitness and meditation. You know, the intention is really high at the start. So, how many people are going to see that paywall? You got to increase that number. 
even if they don't want to convert, you know, there's a free, we've, I mean, this seems like there's a free version. Um, right. So getting as many people to view that at the start as possible is great. And then obviously upgrade options around the app also super helpful. Yeah, I like this. And, you know, one thing I've said, and I'll give a shout out to Jake from Superwall, and he said this too. He has this tweet that everybody's been sharing with me, but he's a really cool dude. I'm going to have him on in a couple of weeks. But the the more you paywall views, the more revenues you make. Like, this should pop up. That, when I open the app for the second time, this should pop up again. Like, just get in your face. Like, hey, you built a great product. You know, this here's what I say. People are like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to get the the user to, like, hate me and it's a bad experience. Yeah, but you built a great product. And if you feel confident in that, the only way you're going to live as a business is if you get money. And so you're going to, you're going to have to end up charging. And so it's like, I, I do this free stuff, but if you want on one hour call with me, you're going to have to pay. And so like, you know what I mean? Like you're going to have to do some free content. Sure. Even then you may not have to do any free content. And I'm seeing more apps move that way, but like, you know what I mean? Like, like Jake said, there's yeah. high intent. So like, like put, the paywall, like the more views you can get on your paywall, the more money you're going to eventually make. All right. Yeah, I agree. Cool. So I, I just found the AI tool. I just sent it to you in the, in the chat. So there you've got nice. it now. All right. Video, video. share this publicly? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I think it's a great tool. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. All right. Let's get into some of the questions we have too. Joe asks, Steve, question. What can we do if we aren't ranking for app name? Branded search and the app is granted the word crypto is in the title. <laughs> suggestions jake oh uh, i mean pick a more niche keyword to start with probably i mean you're probably going to be drowned out by the big players here um find other ways to drive traffic that's unique as well you know like we were mentioning before tiktok ads drive traffic to your app store people searching your kind of keyword um that's really effective but yeah it's a tricky one with crypto yeah Joe, it is tricky. I think you, you know, again, maybe it's too late, Joe, but like well, we did this for another client and I was like, because he's launching a brand new app and I was, we're like really figuring out if this is a good idea or not. And looking through exactly what I was thinking through with this app and we were able to find a keyword that was on the web. It was a brand that was on the web. And then I was like, what is this? So I searched for it on the web because there was nothing showing up in the app. And then I was like, oh, there's a website called that. And it does something very similar to what he's trying to build. I was like, let's just call it that, right? There's already search volume. We're going to see what the difficulty score is, but that's sort of how you try to figure it out, Joe. Sorry, man. All right, got a river. AJ has a question. To raise your pre-seed funding, what percentage of the company did you give, have to give up? Startup newbie here. So answer, it's all public. Jake, answer what you want to do. Um, yeah, no, that's, uh, so we actually, we, um, we raised on a safe note. So, it's like, like it's a simple agreement for future equity. So you don't actually agree on a valuation um, at that point in time because your company is so new. You know, it's not fair to kind of agree on a valuation and you don't know how much to give away. So what you kind of do is you take a certain amount of money and you put a valuation cap on it. So and a discount. This essentially means that at your next round, the equity will be priced. Um, and the investors get like a discount to what it would have been. So they are happy with that. And you're also happy because it means that you can price your company when, you know, a bit further down the track, when you know what the valuation should be rather than at the start, when you're probably more likely than not going to get ripped off with how much equity you give away. So, I mean, like valuation caps range anywhere from like 2 million up to 10 million typically for a safe note. So it really depends. Um, I think in the end for us, we ended up giving away around like six or 7% um, for our pre-seed wow. round was roughly... Okay. Well, you have to Google safe note, but that's a very interesting. It's the first time I've heard about it. That's why I made the face. I was like, what the hell does that mean? That's pretty interesting. It's actually, it was created from um, like YC that they're the oh. ones who created safe notes. So yeah, there's a lot of like research around and there's a lot of like um, articles and sort of stuff to read about. It's really, it's super simple as well. It's really, really clever concept. Did you go through YC? Uh, no, we didn't. We never went okay. through YC. All right, cool. Okay, let's get... You have another joke? Jake? Um, yeah, I've got one more. You want to do some music? All right. Well, first round goes to me, Jake. All right. We only had two votes. All right. But well, I'll take it. <laughs> Samuel and Joe, so thank you. All right. I got one more. I'll, I'll go 
first if you want to do that. Mm. Yeah. Jake, I went to a sidekick. Then I knocked on her front door. She yelled, who is it? So I left. Whoops. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Okay. What do you call a factory that makes okay products? A satisfactory. I like it. <laughs> uh, all right. So put in. I should have done this. I reckon I'm going to win that put one. In. <laughs> all right. Let's see it. All right. Let's, let's see if Jake is right. Put Jake, J, and then put S if you thought my joke was better. And the last app we're going to look at. So here, I want to share a couple of different things. All right. Here is the AI tool. It's video.ai. I am literally going to go check this out right now because i've been doing this jake but if ai can make it so much better then it's great so i'm gonna plug our video into this after our call and then i'll share with you what i get out of it so video.ai i'll do a video on this all right anton i got to work with anton hey steve thank you for the great content you create i watch your podcast every week What's up, Anton? I would like to see what you think about my app and any suggestions are welcome. I just started promoting on Google ads, Facebook ads, and Apple search ads with a budget about $30 a day for each platform. Currently, my download price dropped to about a buck fifty. but to be honest, the numbers I see are depressing me a bit. Download to registration is about 48%. Registration to trial is about 3%. And then trial to purchase is 50%, which is amazing. So we actually got to work with Anton on this app too, but anything, I'll let you start. Um, yeah, I mean, so for, our, I mean, there's there's obviously like drop-off points. So you got download to an install. So an installs where they open the app. Mm. To be honest, there's not a lot you can do about the fact that if users just download your app and they don't open it, that's inevitable. There'll be some drop-off. If it's a install to kind of sign up conversion, I think there's plenty you can do. So onboarding practices, um, there's a lot of research around it, what you can do. We recently went from a, a, a single page onboarding to a 15 page onboarding, but we build the environment for our users. We've got a lot of breaker pages, which are just like, they don't serve a purpose other than making the user feel a certain way. And that, mm. you know, increased our conversion significantly, even though we increase the page. So I think really have a think about who you're targeting, who your user are, how you want them to feel, and then kind of take them through a journey through onboarding where they're actually kind of engaged the entire way through. And then you'll find that the drop-off is less significant. So, which sounds like, I mean, that sounds a little bit fluffy um, and easier said than done, but um, that's kind of what you ought to keep in mind, I think. I don't think it's fluffy at all. That's the main metric I'd be looking at, Anton, is that is a, you're losing half your first opens on download registration. So here, let's go through seconds real quick. Yeah, you okay with that, Jake? Yeah, let's do it. So this is where we help them understand that like, you know, failing is okay. Mm -hmm. um, so this is like, you know, why are they here? What are they here to do? Mm -hmm. I love it. Love and it. then we kind of, the next question we understand um, around like, you know, what's what stopped them in the past? And that helps us kind of cater the app a little bit to them. And also helps us understand what features we got to build. Um, that was so this is one of those breaking pages. Sorry? I'm just saying, <laughs> don't oh, okay. take this response as a hacker. No. Okay. Uh, this is also like a breaker page, which helps, um, you know, just a bit of social proofing and, you know, there's no kind of cutting corners sort of thing. Love it. Uh, you put your name. I think I love the breaker page idea, Jake, because it gives you a mental break. I don't have to read. I don't have to like, you know, like I don't have to think really. It's just like, hey, welcome. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Cool gender. Yeah. So this is the email part. Yep. I don't mind the way you're asking for it. I mean, I actually prefer it this way than like a, a bland start, you know, sign in page. No offense, Susie, yeah. that's what you had. But this feels more <laughs> this feels cooler. And you said please don't send me. You can send me motivational emails. So then again, we've just got like another breaker page. Beautiful, man. Um we also found that like pages where you don't have a button, so this will transition to the next page naturally. Like the conversion drop off zero from those two pages. Like I mean, oh, obviously, never the previous one. We're just yeah. So when you, yeah, it just yeah. So this is where we kind of this is also new because we've just I mean, the, yesterday we launched the step and plus, but like this just ex helps explain to the user that this is what you can do. You know, 
you can follow, mm-hmm. we can give you guidance or you can do your own thing. Um, mm-hmm. And then this is this is our new page. I mean, you probably haven't seen this before, but this is our, um, our sort of premium page. Yeah, I love um, it. So okay, I just want to pause right here, Jake. I love the previous page. It sort of like warms me up and it gets me to say yes. You know, there's this thing called Yes Ladder. I did this video, if you guys check it out, called Headway. If you look at that, it's really cool. And they kind of do similar things. Like, do you believe in the statement? Yes. You know, like, and you kind of did that. Like, hey, here's what we're going to do. Sound good to you? Cool. Let me just show you exactly how to do it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, exactly. So that's, this is our page. Probably needs some optimization, but we just launched it. But yeah, so you can click just the free version um, or you can check out the subscription. But I know I mentioned three options before. We we have three options. We just haven't put it there yet. Um, so mm-hmm. there's just monthly and annually, just the first version. And then here's you know, for free. Hey, Jake, one one thing I will say to your paywall would be we found that – how are you able to do like 47.90? That's crazy. Maybe it's the it's the Australian localization. Yeah, it's probably some strange yeah. conversion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a strange conversion. But we have actually found that like rounded numbers tend to perform better. So like 49.99 versus 42.99 versus like 47.99. So yeah, just stick with that. All right, that's beautiful, man. Oh, you asked one more time. You're on. Uh, yeah, well, you know, just in case. Yeah, I like it. I like so it. then this is the so here this is where we get the user to do something. We thought, you know, something as simple as, you know, getting up or doing five sit-ups or do three push-ups. And this is really effective um to get the users active, make them feel good. So then they do this and then they tick it off. You'll see the next page, and then there's a little reward. So let's say playing for 15 seconds, you just click the tick. Um, and you'll see Friday's activities done. And like, this feels like a long onboarding, but we have like 85 plus percentage no. conversion. And then you set tomorrow's the activity. To a, the key to a long onboarding is not making it feel like it's a long onboarding. And it does not feel, I'm not just blowing smoke up your butt, does not feel like it. Love it. So then like there, we can, you can set your reminder up based on that. Um, and these are just some tool tips in the app when you get there, just understand how to use kind of the, the key pages and then you're in love it hey i know you just turned on monetization and it's still super early are you able to share any like stats you're like hey here's how much we're doing in terms of conversions at all so what we we actually ran a test um the first test we ran i don't have enough data on the actual conversion but we ran a test where we just put the paywall in onboarding um we didn't actually so if you clicked pay or you clicked free nothing actually happened you just went to the next stage just to kind of understand Mm. How many people would pay just because we hadn't built the payment infrastructure yet? Um, and we were converting around 16.5% of users were clicking pay. Um, wow. So that was really, really positive and really high. So that, if, I mean, I don't expect it to con- like be at that rate because obviously there's inevitable drop-off. But, you know, a lot of people were indicating that they want the, the paid version. And this is just the first version. We've got a lot of cool new features coming that will be kind of paywalled as well. Yeah. I love, 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 love that tip. Like you didn't even have it. You just hit paid and then just went in and it's just so easy to implement just to get a sense of what those numbers are. Cause if it's 5%, you're like, oh shoot, that's bad. Right. You, let's say I lose 50%. That's like 2%. So that's really low. What can I do better? Maybe I need to optimize the paywall or like the onboarding process, not the paywall, but the onboarding a little bit more. That's really, really cool. I love that strategy, man. You're a gangster. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into Anton. Anton's like, what about me? Sorry, Anton. We're back. We're back. Don't worry, bro. We got you. Okay. Well, just jump in anytime you want. Cool. I would say that I think it's always good to like those, like the benefits to kind of sprinkle them across onboarding rather than at the start. Um, yeah. You know, they're all really good, but you can put them at page five, page seven, what it may be on boarding rather than all the start. Yeah, love it. This building also. Or more. I like this. Yeah, with um with like reminders, it's always really good to like have a double prompt. So they click if they want to click no, because if you actually pop up that little thing, you can't ask them again. Yeah. So you got to make sure that you get it right. 
I don't even know what pounds means. That's funny. Yeah, no idea what the conversion is. I'm about 66. Coach, let's go with Peter. Very similar. I like the process so far. Yeah. Program is ready. I like this visual. Yeah, that's awesome. Good to show the progress and the impact. Yeah. So I think that's really effective. Like, um, where you kind of go through all these steps and then like, you know, this is clearly the most friction. Clearly signing up is the most friction. So the fact that you've got to that point already means users are way more likely to kind of put this information in. So now these numbers could be old because Anton did fill out this form a long time ago, but when we have since worked with them, Anton, if you're still getting like less than let's say 80% of the people signing up for this page, I would just not have this anymore. We have found that showing your paywall before you force people to register. Like Jake, you just asked for my email. You didn't even ask me for a like a password, right? Like it was just like, what's your email? And that's it. And so when you force this, and it felt like I was just entering in something versus like signing up. That's why I really like the way you were asking for the email. It's just like asking for a name in a way. So and yeah, like that's what I would say is just don't show the paywall first and then force them to sign in. I just did a calm video recently. Go check that out. And it, they, they show you this sign up, but they allow you to X out and then they show you this paywall. And then after you subscribe, Jake, they then the next very next page after subscription, the trial, you are forced to sign up. Like you cannot do anything within the app. So now yeah. they got you. Right. And so that's, that's cool. how I would do it. And then rule of three, Anton, like this is it. Just add a monthly version. And then again, this better, I think I don't have enough data, but 39 or 49, probably better than 44 or 99. Pick one, make it round, make it cool. And I, think, I do know. I think a yeah, monthly option here, obviously, I think would be really important. Like yeah. people probably oh, yeah, want to pay. Fitness apps. You know, like I find, I've seen weekly work pretty well for fitness apps too. We can, we also just started doing like, you know, it's, we say like it's, it's 10 cents a day or something like that. We put it, even though you're paying monthly, but we just say that. Yeah, I love that. And then instead of subscribe now, put start free trial because there is a trial. It's like, don't put, nobody wants to subscribe. You know, I see that all the time. Subscribe, subscribe. Like nobody wants to subscribe. Just put. We say like hit your fitness goal. Like nobody even say like, I love it. And then some social proof too. I mean, go longer, Anton. I know we worked on this together, but go longer. And then, yeah. I'm also like a proponent of like, if you're early on, if you didn't raise money like Jake, maybe even try a hard paywall. All that hard paywalls are working a lot better and doing pretty well. So I just feel like the app space is so mature that, oops, this is Jake's app. Let me go into Anton's app one more time. Yeah. Again, show the paywall. Okay. He does. Okay, good. Yeah, I would say adjust this. I think, again, all you need to do is fix the paywall, fix the onboarding. That's all I would be focused on. See really good results. We need one more vote, guys. One more vote. What's it currently at? What's the vote at? Just one, one. Samuel is a trader. Adrian, (laughs) but me. (laughs) And then we need Joshi's here. And then Luke says, wow, Crunchbase said you raised... 1.2.1 1.2.1 million across three funding rounds. Congrats, Jake. The app looks great. How big is your team and what's your monthly burn rate if you don't mind sharing? Yeah, um, that's, yeah, cool. So team is only uh, seven of us um, at the moment, so not not too big. And burn rate, we probably spend, I don't know, maybe 40 to 50,000 Australian dollars a month. So not like we're really pretty lean. Um, I don't know what the conversion is. Australian dollars is not worth a lot of US dollars these days. So maybe like, 30,000 US dollars a month. Yeah, it is. It's around 27, if you want to be accurate. I just did yeah. that. Love it. Okay, thanks for sharing. Josh, he says, why don't you use social login? Um, we just haven't built it yet, um, to be honest. Like, we haven't built that. We we have, like, a way you can verify your account or save your account in the app because we don't want it, like, to lose people in onboarding. Um, and we haven't, like, you know, it's all private, so... I mean, the, the answer is we just haven't had the time to kind of build it yet. We haven't felt it was important. So if it drops yeah, off significantly, there we will. You know what I would love to get from you is once you do build it, if you do build it, is to see the difference between the way you're doing it right now versus the other way. 
because I feel like my hunch is this is the preferred way, the way you're doing it right now. But again, uh, yeah. that's just my opinion. All right. Jake, you got one more in you? One more round? You won that second round with this burpees. I don't have I don't have another joke. I'm I'm out of I'm out of jokes. I was told to win two. Does that mean I win? Does that mean I win? You I'm want default. to win it? By not being planned, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you are the great guest. I will I will owe you burpees because you tied it. Tie goes to the to the guests. Once again, guys, if you want to learn more about Jake, go check out his app first and foremost. It is called step in s-t-e-p-p-e-n don't click on his ads just spell it right all right don't don't make him spend some money on that <laughs> go go to step in and then jake if the audience wants to connect with you in any other way do you want to send them anywhere else uh you can find me on linkedin or if you go into our um on the website you'll see like a info at stefan.fit email although that looks professional it just goes to my inbox so you can hit me up there as well dang look at these abs this is nuts yeah yeah she's actually one of our creators she's great yeah <laughs> pretty insane oh there it is glutes that is it never miss list leg day congrats bro this is pretty amazing you're on the right step you're only 22 and just killing in the app store and so super thankful that you came on woke up early and did this with me once again it is step in dot fit or step in in the app stores and jake's linkedin profile is in the youtube description or on your favorite podcast app next week we're going to do something a little different we're going to talk about mentality we're going to talk about marketing like a rock star we got a former aussie rock star jake she's going to come on wow. and she's going to share she got a new app based off her best-selling really good book that i'm just reading right now it's really good i'll be done with it by the time she comes on but it's going to be something different talk more about the mental games that we play as being an entrepreneur. So try something different. It's not going to be all ASO and that marketing and VWL stuff, but more mental stuff and marketing related. So join us every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific and then check out the podcast. If you prefer the audio version, this video will go on the audio every Monday morning by going to appmasters.com slash iTunes, or you can find it on Spotify as well. Luke says, thanks guys. Great episode. Thank you, Jake. Have a great weekend, my friend. Thanks for having me. All right. Amazing. See you guys there. Bye. Next. Tired of overpaying for App Store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.